Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. You would think people who live in Bozeman, Montana would know better, but apparently, if you thought that way, you'd be wrong. Fire crews responded to reports of an explosion there Tuesday, although when firefighters arrived at the home, three trucks worth of firefighters, they found no flames, just a bunch of people coughing and gagging. It turns out someone in the house set something in the oven that didn't belong there, and then someone else turned the oven on. But what they put in the oven, a can of bear repellent... Well, when it got hot enough, it went boom, and the massively concentrated pepper spray filled the house with noxious eye-burning gas. Otherwise, there were no injuries. That's an odd place to store just about anything, Cliff. In the oven. Yes. Yeah, agreed. I've never stored anything in my oven, have you? No. I mean, even food. I rarely put food in there to cook. (laughs) I believe that. It's like wasted space in my kitchen. I... I could have a TV or something sitting there, Cliff. It would yeah. fit perfectly, but no, I've got a stupid uh, stove for no reason. <laughs> this morning, I was surprised jingle balled at Country 98.1. And I think that's why my left eye has been itching ever since. <laughs> What's a surprise jingle balled? Well, Cliff, I showed up bright and early as usual. And yeah. there on the front door of Country mm. 98.1, dangling down off the handle, was a... <laughs> Entire row of jingle bells for our morning roadshow Christmas tree. I'm assuming that's why they were there. Why else would someone leave their balls on the door? Yes, it I was totally a, understand. That. It was a surprise jingle balling right yeah. here early in the morning, and it was kind of um, startling, to be <laughs> honest. And I think that's why my left eye is driving me nuts right now. I've had my finger in it for <laughs> well, you should stop twenty me. minutes. That might be the problem, actually. The finger that could be. Well, Cliff, <laughs> so put that finger away. You don't know where it's been. Well, I know where it's been. <laughs> well, I don't know who left the jingle bells, but I thank you immensely <laughs> for doing that. Not only was it startling, it is something we can put on our morning roadshow so, Christmas what tree. What color were these uh, decorations? They were all the festive colors. Oh, all the best. Okay. The red, the blue, the yeah. yellows, mm-hmm. all of that. And they uh, weren't in a yeah. knot, which was nice. And right now, <laughs> they're on our Christmas tree. So I thank you for doing that. When you get your jingle bells in a knot, that's a difficult situation to be in. It's a bad Christmas. Yeah. I mean... It totally is. Yes. Weed, if this Deltona, Florida man is working to repair the damage done in his marriage, he's clearly going about it the wrong way. 64-year-old Larry Tagg was arrested earlier this month after he allegedly battered his wife. After the charges were filed, the judge released Tagg on his own recognizance, but was ordered to not contact his spouse. He apparently, though, was feeling remorse pretty badly and had a burning desire to apologize to his wife for his actions. And that's why on Monday, he called her 23 times and left 14 voicemails in violation of said protective order. But it was Tuesday when deputies went to arrest Tag for that felony that the real fun began. Officers first went to the home the two shared to look for Tag, and peering through the window, they discovered his wife was not at home, but Tag was. And he was heavily armed and completely naked. When deputies knocked on the door, Tag answered, still completely naked but with his right hand behind his back, concealing a handgun. 
He quickly shut the door and refused any further contact, and then a perimeter set up by law enforcement and a standoff ensued. It ended several hours later with a naked man coming out the front door where he was arrested. That is never going to work, Cliff, when the police show up. If you just shut the door, they're not going to go. Well, they're not interested. Never mind. Never mind. (laughs) We'll go to the next house and see if we can gain entry in there. Naked or otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter how you're clothed. When earlier this morning, you may have missed this. Uh-oh. Max Armstrong on Whoa. his Midwest Digest. Yeah, I definitely missed that. Yes. Well, a lot of folks may have, and I yeah. wanted to bring this up, Cliff, because Max had a story on there yeah. about a referee last night at a Big Ten basketball game. Okay. Illinois was playing, and yeah. an Illinois player scored and got fouled and was so excited about it he started punching in the air you know how athletes do that yeah and he slugged a referee in the head and knocked him out and they had to take the referee to the hospital for concussion protocol procedures on him now the guy that hit him is seven foot weighs 290 pounds according to max yeah so that's a pretty good punch and that would be annoying if you were a referee (laughs) it'd be more than annoying you know, your celebration has caused me to get a concussion. Yeah. And I got to thinking, Cliff, yeah. what would be annoying to an NFL referee? And I think I've come up with one of an- them. Annoying to an NFL referee? Yes. <laughs> How about this? What? When the check yeah. from Coach Belichick isn't there before the game starts. <laughs> That'd be annoying. It would right. be annoying yeah. because you don't know which way to go with the calls. I'm in the very middle of a love-hate relationship with Netflix, Cliff. Netflix? Yes. What do you got to get I some? love it and I hate it at the same time. What's up? Well, I don't understand. I need for Netflix to put a little more pressure on me. I need pressure. I work better under pressure. <laughs> pressure? Yes. You know when you're trying to find <laughs> a movie? If, if there's no pressure, you hardly work at all. That's right. <laughs> and it's the same way when I'm trying to view something on Netflix. Yeah. I need a countdown clock. Like... It starts at 10 minutes and counts down, and that's the time I have to pick something to watch. (laughs) Or it'll pick it for you. It'll pick it, and you can't change it. You have to watch it. Because I spend crazy amounts of time just scrolling through the different things on the page. You can't make a choice. You just can't make a choice. I don't see anything I like, and then all of a sudden the next night I'll see everything I like. So if I had a little clock there, tick, 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 tick. You have to beat the deadline, as it were. Ten minutes. That's all uh-huh. I need. And you know, Ten minutes? I, that's plenty of time. It should be. Well, Cliff, this happened on this date in 1989. Okay. A guy named Charles Muchmore. His name was Muchmore. Muchmore <laughs> okay. in Ohio okay. received a patent yeah. for his portable pocket spit tune. <laughs> in 1989? Yes. Now, this thing is flesh-colored and made out of plastic. Okay. And it's for tobacco chewers so they can, well, spit more privately. Because you see, Cliff, with it being flesh tone, no one will notice you taking it out of your pocket and going all over the place. That was just genius on his part, making it flesh toned. They'll think you're just, I don't know, spitting in your pocket or something. <laughs> yes, or in your hand. I thought that was really clever of him. I would have never thought of that. I would have camouflaged it. Maybe with green, but flesh-colored. <laughs> a portable pocket spittoon. Everybody needs one of those because there comes a point in time during the day that you can't use a Coke bottle. And you need a good spit. And you know what? 
I've got what? the spitter right here in my pocket. <laughs> Weed, it seems like it always happens this time of year when a dumb criminal doesn't seem to be able to comprehend the goings-on around them. And that's why 32-year-old Sonny Ray Firestone is now in jail on charges of retail theft. Authorities say the woman tried to walk out of the Walmart in Uniontown, Pennsylvania with a cartload of merchandise she hadn't paid for. And the store later said it was full to the top. Clothing, toys, items from housewares, lots of stuff. All stolen. Well, stolen for a few seconds anyway, because the woman tried to commit the alleged crime while the Walmart was filled with officers from three different law enforcement agencies, all conducting a shop with a copy van. Every year someone tries that, and every year they get caught. And it's not like they're undercover when they're in there shopping with the youngsters. No. They've got uniforms Fully on. Fully uniform. Yes. yes. It's not like a secret. <laughs> there are several groups, Cliff, campaigning all over the United States mm -hmm. to permanently shut down all zoos in this country. What wait, do you think wait, about wait. that? You have fan all, of zoos? All of them. All zoos. They want them all shut down. There's part of me that's like, there are many zoos who have research institutions attached to them and do work in saving endangered species and that kind of thing. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me to be shutting down zoos. I think it's kind of sad. I, no, I totally agree. Yeah. To be honest with you. I yes. mean, zoos have always, always yeah. been very important to us humans. Yeah. I mean, zoos are they're what separate us from the animals, Cliff, <laughs> if you want to know the truth. Well, actually... It's the fence that separates us well, from the yes, animals. Well, yes, it is the fence, yes. <laughs> and sometimes a big ditch. For the wolves, because right. they like to get out, yes. Yeah. And sometimes, <laughs> we're not smart enough. We're not smart enough to know which side of the fence we should be staying yes. on. Yes, stay on the people side of the fence. <laughs> How's that? When you visit the yeah. zoo, stay uh -huh. on the people side. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. on this program, yeah. things just pop. Everything just flows. Yeah. It's kind of like at your job. Wherever you're listening right now, it just flows. Mm -hmm. And the best way I can describe a day like that, Cliff, is yeah. you just kind of can get your teeth into it. But today... Today is not that day. I feel like a buck-toothed <laughs> vampire here. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever went to uh, IHOP and felt, well, this place is just a little too fancy for me. <laughs> oh, really? And if that's ever happened to you, I've yeah. got great news. What, what? Because IHOP is coming out yeah. with a... Another brand called Flipped. Oh, they are? Yes. Is it like a downscale IHOP? It's going to be a fast food IHOP <laughs> called Flip. You will go to a okay. counter. You will order the stuff. They will rush yeah. it out as fast as they can mm -hmm. to you, and boom, off you go. I think, Cliff, this is yeah. pretty cool because one of the things they're going to have in these Flipped houses yeah. is build your own pancake bar, which is a novel idea right there. So it's like a like a buffet thing, but you build your own plate of pancakes. Yes. Now, okay. the rest of the stuff you have I'm to order. I'm down with that, too. Yeah. And they've solved a uh, lifelong problem of mine, Cliff. Yeah. And I can't believe it took me this long to figure mm -hmm. this out. You see, I have an ongoing fight with pancakes, waffles, and French <laughs> toast. An ongoing fight. An ongoing fight. You see, I can't keep the syrup on the plate to save my life. <laughs> I don't care what I'm doing. Yeah. Somehow it runs off the side. But it flipped. Yeah. If you order takeout, yeah. why didn't I think of this? Just put the pancake in a bowl. I'm just going to say. 
you could always use a bowl, or maybe you could just get less syrup, because I think probably you're wishing you had a bowl with the amount of syrup you're putting on your plate. That's the whole key to eating a good pancake. <laughs> so it's really not about the pancake, it's about the syrup. It's always about Mrs. Buttersworth, I'm telling you. Well, I wasn't going to bring this up until Monday morning, Cliff. <laughs> really? But, uh, but, well, it's, but it's Thursday. I know. Apparently it's on your mind, and you can't get it out of your mind, and so we're going to talk about it now. Well, it's on our listeners' minds. We've got a couple of text messages okay. just today about uh, whether okay. or not, here at Country 98.1, we're yep. going to give away tickets to the WWE SmackDown. Oh, isn't that like in January? It's at the Ford Center in it's January. It's like a nationally televised event, if I remember right. It's on Friday nights, yes. And on Friday night, and it will be a packed house, and my guess is rowdy. A very rowdy. Yeah. And uh, I've been asked, Cliff, a couple yep. of times, mm-hmm. are we going to do this? Are we giving away do tickets we, do for Do we this? have tickets to give away? And the answer is yes. Yes, we do. We do. Okay. We'll start giving those away yep. Monday morning here on this program. Okay. And I think this time, Cliff, we'll do it by listener's choice. Okay. We won't do the is this true or not true statement. It'll be listener's choice. And we'll kind of play it around with Christmas theme. Yeah. Like, we'll give you a question about Christmas. That'll be one of your choices. You want to play that game. Such as, give me the name of two reindeer whose name starts with the letter C. Boom. You pop it out. Okay. You won. Cool. Or, we'll play the game that I love called Bleepin' Christmas Songs. (laughs) If you recall, last year we played this. I remember that, yes. Yes. Uh. Uh. We played that last year yeah. where we take a short clip of a Christmas tune, yeah. about eight to ten seconds, yep. and we bleep out one word, and you have to fill in the bleep. The word. Yes. You have to pick the word. That's exactly right. So it'll be your choice. And the funny thing about hearing that is that when you bleep out a word, it sounds really dirty. And no matter what word you do... And I'll be honest, yeah. that's partially the reason I like the game. But it's up to you. Oh, that's totally the reason it's I like the game. Listener choice, Monday for WWE tickets. Today's ticket to the bank is very special, Cliff. Oh, it is. Because uh-huh. today's ticket to the bank yeah. is inspired by one of the uh, listeners to this program. Really? Okay. Yes. As opposed to just stuff you make up on a regular basis? Inspired by this gentleman oh, here. Okay, cool. His name is Gary Harker, and he won tickets to see Reba. And he dropped in our studio earlier today yeah. to pick up his tickets. Right. And with that, he brought us a gift. Mm-hmm. He brought us deer links. Deer links? Yes. Okay. Looked like little sausages there made out of a deer, deer that Gary had killed this season. Okay. And I got to thinking about this, Cliff. Yeah. I wonder how many times mm-hmm. Gary has went out hunting unsuccessfully. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a valid point. Yes. You get missed so many times, you just get frustrated and stop. But he kept at it. Yes. And then I got to thinking, I wonder what animal in the world, as far as success rate, is the greatest hunter there is. Hmm. You follow where I'm going there, Cliff? Yeah. Is it a jaguar? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, is it a hawk? Something we see all the time. Maybe it's a, um, I don't know, a coyote. Okay. But I do know. Yeah. We have the exact answer for you. The deadliest Hunter of all. Okay. And that's what we'll have when Mm. we take it to the bank. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. And Gary Harker may be a very successful deer hunter, Cliff. Okay. But he's no match for the animal that's the deadliest hunter in the world. 
Okay. This animal catches 95% of all of the prey that it chases after. Pretty impressive. Okay. You're right. Absolutely. And, of course, we're talking about yeah. the feared dragonfly. <laughs> wait, wait. Yes. The it's dragonfly. Not like a, you know, a cheetah that can run 60 miles an hour? No. It's a dragonfly. It's a dragonfly. So when you see them flying around in your okay. yard in the summer, realize yeah. somebody's number is just about up. <laughs> There's a 95% chance of that happening. Yes. And all of that you can take to the bank. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day, start with number three. I feel like a buck-tooth vampire. <laughs> I really do, actually. I'm just dragging. You are kind of dragging. Number two. What we specialize in. Little effort. <laughs> but the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. I've got the spitter right here in my pocket. I'm telling you, Cliff, <laughs> you've got to know what you're good at, and you've got to pound on that sucker. <laughs> Little effort. Yes. That's that's... If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.